0: Welcome to Shopaholics Japan, where we chat about life in Japan and the amazing Japanese products we can't live without. I'm Grant. I'm Jessica, And we are your hosts for this week. This podcast is powered by World Shopping, which makes online shopping in Japanese stores easy. On today's episode, we are chatting about one of the most popular tourist spots in Tokyo, Asakusa. Temples, shops, food, owls, it's got it all. So Jessica, when we were trying to decide about which neighborhoods in Tokyo to talk about, you recommended mm-hmm. Asakusa. So tell me your history with Asakusa.
1: So I had gone there once with like a kind of like a, a mini field trip with the language school I was at, but mm. that wasn't really like the main reason I particularly have a ton of history in Asakusa. Some listeners may remember if they heard some of our other episodes, I worked at an al cafe and it just so happened to be, have two locations in Asakusa within walking distance of each other. And I think I was there for about three or four years. I was a full-time employee. So every day, except for whatever, the two days off a week, I was in Asakusa, living, Mm. breathing Asakusa.
0: So you have a very different experience than a lot of other people, because I think if you live in Tokyo, you've definitely been to Asakusa. And if you're Mm -hmm. a tourist, you probably have been there as well. But not many people can say that they have worked in Asakusa. Mm -hmm. So I guess let's start from square one. What is Asakusa famous for?
1: Well, it has a huge temple. And Mm. then not just that, but the kind of road leading up to the temple at the start of that road is the very famous Kaminari-mon, or like Mm. the Kaminari Gate
0: Yes, the and it gate.
1: has, yeah, it has a humongous paper lantern hanging in the middle of it. Mm. It's a huge kind of like photo spot. And then of course the temple further down is absolutely beautiful, but it's not just the temple, but it's also very shopping oriented, more uh, right. souvenir-y type things or uh, traditional Japanese themed shopping
0: I'm going to give you a quiz. When was Sensoji built?
1: I have no idea. (laughs) You're not going to like any of these answers because I'm bad
0: at that. (laughs) Would you believe that it was... You
1: can just give me an F right off the bat.
0: 645. So almost 1,500 years ago. So it's been around a long time. And it is Tokyo's oldest temple. So it doesn't just look beautiful. It also has a lot of history there as well. And you you also talked about the shopping area, which is called uh, Nakamise-dori. And yeah, Um, it has a lot of souvenirs.
1: There's two actually. Oh, the Nakamise Dori. That's the one that like leads from the Lightning Gate to the temple. Mm. But then there's also kind of perpendicular to that Shin Nakamise Dori, or basically Uh, New Nakamise Street. Mm. And that one is also mainly shopping and cafes and some slightly more like modern little shops, but still a lot of like traditional. Souvenir type things.
0: So, what kind of items do they have in Nakamise Dorty, Would you say?
1: I would split it into like two different categories: food and gifts. And for the food, it's a lot of what you would expect. The senbei. There are multiple, sh- like I don't even know if shop is the right word because it's not like a building that you walk in and like wander around aisles or anything. They're almost like little booths. Yeah. But they're permanent. They aren't like something that you can just fold up and put away. They're they're fixed structures but they're booths so they're extremely small you can maybe fit like a handful of people in it at a time so the food items you can also kind of split the food into gifts or in the moment like that you would right. want to eat right there so the gifts your your rice crackers tea related things kind of like traditional japanese sweets that Keep for a long time so you can buy them to take home or even mail them. And when I say souvenirs and such, it's not just marketed towards foreigners because mm. it's also a huge tourist spot for Japanese people from outside of Tokyo and such. Right. The non souvenir food items, one of the big things, not just in Asakusa, but like kind of Japan in general, is they don't, they kind of frown on walking around while you're eating. Mm. So a lot of the booths, they'll be selling stuff to eat, but they'll have like a little area next to their booth or right in front of their booth. Or like, okay, if you buy something to eat here, but please stand here and eat it right here.
0: Mm, right.
1: So, the things you'll get are manju, like the fried manju, uh, yes. or sweet potato cakes. I don't really know how to describe that other than like a sweet potato cake, mm. or a lot of matcha themed things, like yes. Drinks or ice
0: cream. My wife uh, really likes this. They also sell a lot of dongo, I've noticed. You know, yes, not can dango. How can I forget that? And the dongo is not if you think of dongo, you probably just think of like the mochi on the stick. However, they mm-hmm. put a lot of things on top of the mochi. They put yeah. strawberries and sugar and a bunch of other things. It looks like almost like you can't eat it. It's so decorated that it looks almost like it's for just advertising. But you can eat it. Yeah, it is yeah. edible. And they put a lot of fruit. Yeah, I forgot like, about this. Yeah, my wife loves the strawberry ones, but they have kiwi and banana and so many different mm-hmm. other ones. And it's very Instagram focused. You're supposed to take a picture of it before you chomp down yes, on it. Yes,
1: absolutely. And also I forgot one of the other really popular ones is the melon pond, or like the sweet melon bread. Oh yeah. That's not just on that Nakamise Dori, but like there are also several other like just shops in Asakusa that are just mm. famous that's all they sell. They they don't even have like, you can't come in. It's just like a window of the building to the street where you just order at the window.
0: Going back to the matcha, that's probably the main thing I wanted to talk about. Because Mm -hmm. when I go to Asakusa, there's so many matcha shops. Of course, there's a lot of traditional Japanese cafes, which Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure we can make a whole episode about traditional Japanese snack shops Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that sell like wagashi and those types of things. And Asakusa has tons of those places. Yes, Absolutely. Uh, There's also a lot of places where, like you mentioned before, it's just almost like a stand where you can just order matcha and take it to go. One I really like is called Kagura Champuchi. And what's interesting about this place is that they have the bitterness ranking about how bitter you want your matcha. Because green tea, of course, is naturally bitter. And, you know, there's different levels. But I've never seen a shop that had most of the time, if you order matcha, it's basically one thing. Or they might have like matcha latte where they put in some milk. So, of course, that makes mm-hmm. it sweeter. So, most shops just have, okay, the bitter matcha at one level and then the sweet matcha latte. But this place, it has, I think, nine different levels for the bitterness. Oh, wow. So, when you order, you tell them how bitter you want it. You'll say like three or seven or I think nine is the highest.
1: Where is this? This isn't in Nakamise-dori, right? No, it's, it's actually uh, a
0: little bit off. So actually, we're kind of spreading out from Nakamise-dori. Well, no, because the more
1: the more you described it, I think I actually have been to that. I was At first, I was thinking, well, I don't remember that being in Nakamise-dori. But I have been to a place,
0: probably that, famous. but
1: it, yeah.
0: And they're famous for their bear-shaped monaka. Monaka, of course, being like a cookie, mm. uh, kind of like wafer, Japanese wafer. But they're famous for their bear-shaped wafer. So again, very Instagrammable. You order the matcha, Mm -hmm. and then you put the cute bear cookie inside, and that's a great photo. But I've drank the five level of bitterness at this place, Mm -hmm. and I really love bitter matcha. But Mm -hmm. even for me, this was pretty bitter. And this is the medium level of bitterness. So I'm curious about what can nine possibly be? Are you just eating grass (laughs) at that point?
1: I'm not sure. And I think when I went there, I didn't actually get something to drink. I think I got just their matcha. I think I, it was like a matcha gelato or matcha ice cream yeah.
0: that I got there's, from there. There's tons but, of gelato, ice cream, lattes all over Asakusa.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and So Actually mentioning the whole Instagram, like a lot of this stuff is very prepared and presented very beautifully and mm. really kind of lends itself for photography getting to the non food items for sale one of the big things is kimonos or yukatas ah, yes. i guess hmm. so a lot of the shops there they will not only sell the kimonos and yukatas but they'll also rent them so pretty much i'd say like the typical day of someone like going to have fun at asakusa would be well, I guess more as a girl. I guess the guys do it too, but it's really mostly girls. Yeah. They go and rent some kind of really beautiful yukata and then potentially get their hair done with this traditional hairpins and such. And then basically, you just roam the shops and get your like little snacks here and there. And then of course, you have your beautiful outfit and then the beautiful snack, and there's people taking pictures all over the place.
0: Hm, mm, right. Yeah, if you see a guy do it, it's probably because his girlfriend made him do it. So <laughs> yeah. So what are some other notable features of Asakusa? I think one that really sticks out to me is the rickshaw or jiduksha in Japanese. Yes,
1: absolutely, and that again kind of ties into like the typical Asakusa experience. Is mm. you've got your beautiful outfit that you've bought or rented, and then there are these rickshaw driver? I don't really, I mean, it's basically (laughs) the (laughs) the hand-pulled cart that people Mm. can ride on. It usually fits, I think, max like three people, but that's really pushing it. At main attraction spots around Asakusa, so at the entrance to one of the shopping streets or at the lightning gate, there will be several of the rickshaw employees kind of asking tourists if they want to get one of the rickshaw rides and Hmm. what that is they think I'm pretty I've never actually ridden on one but they have various routes and then not only will they pull you around in the rickshaw itself but they're also kind of like tour guides as well because they explain the areas that you're going through and going past and they have multiple languages I believe like they have A few employees who are able to speak English or Chinese or such, so kind of make it more enjoyable for the foreign tourists who would be doing it instead of it just being sitting in a cart and looking around, which is also quite enjoyable because it's a really wonderful area. But having the benefit of being able to understand the explanation is also a plus.
0: Yeah, and I noticed a lot of Japanese people do like to ride in the the rickshaw, the jitikusha, because of course in Tokyo we're not really using that, so it is. You know, a big novelty for even people living in Tokyo to travel in that type of thing.
1: I feel like an equivalent, at least in America, would be maybe like getting a ride in like a horse and buggy or something.
0: Yeah, something like that.
1: Those uh, rickshaw driver, puller, whatever you call it. I mean, Mm. they have to be in insane shape.
0: Right. Because they have 0% body fat.
1: Yeah, 0% (laughs) body fat. And they're doing it like... All year round. So just think, Japanese insanely hot and humid summers, and they're mm. out there pulling these carts around. Ah, I have the utmost respect for them. And I, the one thing that I, I always was amazed is one of the streets where I would be out. We would take the owls out for getting fresh air and sunlight and such. We were kind of on one of the stops of at least one of the rickshaw tours, and there was one woman who was doing it. And So she must be insanely strong. <laughs> yeah, I was always impressed impressed by her. Right. Like she didn't she didn't seem to be struggling at all like pulling around all these all these different carts, but yeah, I was always impressed by her.
0: <laughs> what would you say are some under the radar spots in Asakusa or places you would recommend?
1: Okay. So it's going to be food. But Asakusa is really known for what's called monja, aki mm. Yes. Which is basically a soupy version of okonomiyaki.
0: Yeah. But I guess that
1: doesn't explain anything to people who don't even know what okonomiyaki is, which is, I guess, like a savory pancake, but not like a a bread type thing. It's vegetables and meat or whatever. that's all been chopped up finely and then baked as if it was a pancake on like a hot plate in front of you.
0: Yes. It's in between pizza and pancake.
1: Yeah. And then the monja one is basically a lot more liquidy, so what you do is you kind of build like a little wall out of the vegetables and such, and then pour the liquid soupy broth in the center. So hopefully it doesn't, hopefully you did a good job building your wall out of the vegetables and stuff. And none of the soup leaks outside of it. Hmm. But so now that I've explained that, what my favorite little hidden thing is, is, uh, but it's Monja croque. So it's basically like, what would be made into monjayaki, but instead it's made into a croquet. And I have no idea how to pronounce that in English because I think it's a French word. Croquette? I don't know. I'm sorry to anyone who speaks French. I have probably offended all of you. But (laughs) it's not on one of the main streets. It's super tiny. There's nowhere you can sit inside. It's just a window and one bench and maybe another chair in front of it. And it's on a street that's like parallel to uh shin Dori, but there's not really any other things along that street there's not like a ton of foot traffic or anything but it's just i guess become so so famous i don't know if there are any other places in asakusa that sell the like
0: i've never heard of it
1: like invented it but it is delicious Mm. and it's not like you go there and be like, I have one, and they'll put one in a bag for you. Like, they make it as it's ordered. So, it's always super fresh. Actually, you got to be careful because it is insanely hot. You can easily burn yourself. So, you have to uh, wait yeah. a little bit after you get it before you can start eating it, or you will <laughs> definitely regret that. Mm. But uh, that's my favorite, like, little secret spot.
0: Yeah, actually, I've never heard of this monja kuroke, but asakusa in general is famous for the monjiyaki. And mm-hmm. that is a very Tokyo type of dish.
1: Of course, Osaka <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: and Kansai area, they're famous for okonomiyaki. But yeah. Tokyo has kind of claimed monjiyaki. However, I do think okonomiyaki is better than monjiyaki. But it is an interesting experience. <sighs> that's to eat hard it. for
1: me to pick, But yeah.
0: Oh, really? Yeah, maybe well, some... Well,
1: probably because I had a lot of monjayaki because I live... Or not mm. lived, but like was in Osaka all the time. So okay. that's the one. Actually, I think I probably had monjayaki before I even ever had okonomiyaki. Oh, really? Now that I think about it.
0: Maybe Tokyo people's but. tastes are a little different. They're more geared towards monjiyaki, I suppose. But, <laughs> Maybe.
1: I don't know. They're both delicious. Yeah,
0: yes. And there's plenty of monjiyaki places in Asakusa. Some mm-hmm. places I, I wanted to talk about when I go to Asakusa, I think the number one spot that I like to visit is a big shop called Marugoto Nippon. So this place, it's a little off of the main Nakamise-dori, but it's still kind of in the general Sensoji okay. area. And they sell items is from... Is that
1: by the Don Quixote?
0: I think it is Don Quixote adjacent, or it's in that general area. Okay. where Okay, the big I think I know the area
1: are. you're talking about then.
0: Because, of course, there's Sensoji. Sorry for all is, our <laughs>
1: listeners who have no idea what area we're specifically <laughs> yes. talking about.
0: You can think of Asakusa's Sensoji as is kind of the center, that mm-hmm. the traditional temple. But around it, you start seeing the more modern buildings, the department stores, and of course, a lot of the alleyways where these great restaurants are hidden. But there is an area that's more modern with a lot of department stores. And mentioned earlier, Don Quixote. Mm -hmm. So Marugoto Nippon is around that area. And they sell items from all over Japan. So not just Tokyo, but if you want to buy something from like Kansai or Hokkaido, they sell Mm -hmm. those regions famous dishes or famous typically food, but maybe some other souvenirs as well. So if you want to have, for example, instant ramen from Hokkaido, They will likely Mm -hmm. sell it there. And I like Japanese cider. So they have a lot of different regional cider. So you don't have to go there. You can buy it at this one place. And they also sell a lot, yeah, of course, sake, tons of different sake from all over Japan. So Mm -hmm. if you like regional goods, stuff that you can really only find if you visit the place, they will have at least some of it at Motogoto Nippon. And they Mm -hmm. do have an online shop as well. And so you don't have to, you know, if you're overseas which I'm, I assume many of our listeners are, you can shop <laughs> yeah. there online on their official website. And they don't sell everything that they have in the store, but they do have quite a lot. And you might be thinking, well, if it's food, it probably doesn't travel well from Japan. But there is a lot of preserved food that can be shipped from Japan to overseas. It's a lot of packaged food, like instant Ramen, also the sake, and a lot of like preserved snacks, senbei. But a ton mm-hmm. of other stuff that, you know, won't melt on an airplane ride. So if you mm-hmm. want to sample some traditional Japanese food, a lot of it is here at Maragosu uh, yeah, totally. Nippon. And I think right next to it, or at least pretty close to it, is Uniqlo Asakusa. Now, Uniqlo mm-hmm. is, yeah yeah course, yeah. we could probably have an entire episode about Uniqlo. But the Asakusa <laughs> store is maybe one of the more interesting branches in Tokyo. It was renovated in 2021. So I think a lot of tourists haven't visited it yet.
1: The one thing I am shocked about that Uniqlo is that it sells live yes. plants in this, like the entryway, which shocked me because it's a clothing store.
0: It's almost like I don't want to say amusement park, it's maybe not that level, but it does feel <laughs> kind of like a department store in its own in inside Uniqlo because yeah. it's multiple floors. I want to say it's maybe six or so floors. And of course they have the typical Uniqlo things like clothing, but they also sell a ton of things that are exclusive to the Uniqlo Asakusa. And terms of mm-hmm. not just clothing but they sell bags and even like traditional wooden toys and mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff and sometimes they even have small pop-up shop exhibits Oh,
1: really? are there nice. as
0: well and the layout almost looks like a museum it's very artistic and very beautiful even if you don't buy anything it's definitely worth stepping into it is like a kind of a mini Osaka museum which is pretty
1: yeah pretty yeah. interesting
0: and another shop i want to mention this is kind of going back to the matcha. But there is another great matcha shop called Kaminari Isa, and they do have an online shop as well. So if you want to sample some Asakusa-style matcha, you can order it from Kaminari Isa's official online shop. And they don't just sell, of course, the matcha powder. They sell matcha udon. They sell matcha chocolate. They have matcha hard candy. Of course, they have just normal matcha if you do want to have the powder. And Mm -hmm. I've had their drinks, and it is quite good. It Mm. is pretty rich. And I'm looking at their official online shop now. Yeah, they have matcha coated peanuts. Oh, that's an and
1: interesting flavor. A, a ton. Idea.
0: Yeah, a ton of stuff. If there's any snack or any type of food item you can think of, they put matcha on it and they're ready to sell it to you. <laughs> so, again, a lot of the stuff can be shipped overseas. So, it's definitely worth checking out. So, before we wrap up, of course, there's a ton to talk about for Asakusa. Like, we barely even touched on, for example, oh, Skytree. Yeah which is, you know, you mm-hmm. can walk to it. Do you have any closing thoughts about asakusa or any places you want to recommend for people who go to maybe the Sensoji area?
1: Because there's so many little spots that sell snacks and such, I would say try as many as you can. But mm. because there are so many, only get like one little tiny thing at each one so that you'll be able to try all of them or as many as you can.
0: Definitely. And I would definitely try to buy as much as possible. Get matcha, get bidango, get koroke, buy some souvenirs yeah. from it's also
1: I would say the best place to go for the widest selection of Japanese souvenir type items. Yes. Like-
0: if you're visiting by yourself or with a small group, you are thinking about, oh, I need to eventually stop and go shopping solely to have gifts for other people. But if you go here, you don't really have to think so hard. You can just walk down one street and pretty much get everything you need
1: yes yes you put it much better (laughs) than i could have
0: and that's it for this week's episode if you're curious about these shops or there's a store in japan you like you can buy anything in japan with world shopping you'll see the world Shopping banner appear on hundreds of japanese sites allowing you to instantly buy anything from participating shops and we can also buy items from any shop in japan including ones we talked about today like marugoto nippon and other shops in asakusa search World Shopping Global for more information and start shopping today. You can also find us on social media. Just search for World Shopping on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. See you later, or in Japanese, matinee.